0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: And welcome to Choys in the Hood, season one, episode 42. My name's Mark. I'm joined today by Rev, Bonesy, and Mr. Sifdar. And we've got the the joy to unpack that game of the weekend <laughs> against Bournemouth. Uh, the reaction to that. If there was any positives to take, there was a lot going on in that game to, to unpack, wasn't there? There was the, the performance in the second half. There was the booing, there was the individual booing of specific players. Yeah, there's 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 a lot to kind of get through in that one. Um, but beyond that, we've got to look at the wider discussion on the anti-Spurs agenda, which a couple of our podcasts have, have last week talked about as well, which was quite funny because we picked up on it early last week. And then in the second half, we'll probably talk about the unpopular opinions that we've been preparing. So yeah, I mean, it's been so miserable that I've, I've got so many stupid fucking ideas rattling around <laughs> in my head. I'm scared to say in case they get roasted. So I thought, like, if we just all do it, then we can all just roast each other, doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Sifta,
0: how's it going? What did you think about Bournemouth? Right. So (laughs) I've been unavailable. So I've I've been going to Spurs the last couple of home games because of money issues, mainly. My my uncle went to the Brighton game, which was fine. We we don't mind that. We'll take that. Brilliant. Uh, Against a really good team as well. This Saturday comes round get on the phone said. So, you know you're gonna go you're gonna go this week or what i was like mate look st- things are still dead tight i'm gonna have to I-, I have to say no she's like okay that's fine we'll flog the ticket because he, he doesn't like to He's, he's getting on in years doesn't go every week anymore either and then i was like well, i can't watch it anywhere because it's three o'clock saturday and i haven't got any streamed or anything looked up at the moment so i just thought oh, i'll i'll i do is i'll sit in front of the telly oh you know I'll, I'll keep occasionally flicking over to sky sports news and a uh, final score whatever and what was it? We we were two one down, weren't we? And I just thought, this is it. This is typical. We're going to lose this game now. And then when the two children I thought, okay, spare our blushes for once. You know, this this whole season, right? Just set fire to it and forget it ever happened. Take the DVDs they're going to release that we all bought in the season. Just farming the skip, lose it. Nothing good's happened. Nothing good's going to happen between now and then. Get rid of it. So two two against a the team that getting. Absolutely whacked up every week in, week out. They haven't scored three goals away from home in about 15 years. And then they get a last-minute winner like that against what it's quite frankly a crumbling defense who don't know where any of them are supposed to be at any given time, seemingly in any part of any game at the moment. And as soon as it went three-two, I decided of it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm now just I don't follow football anymore. So that, that was it. I saw the result, <laughs> and I went, No, that's the end of it for me. I'm not watching match of the day. I'm not watching final score. I'm not listening to talk sport. I'm not doing any of it. I caught a bit of five live last night. Um, they were, they were just to hear Liverpool bashing up bleeds. But and the only good bit of news from my entire weekend was coming home on Sunday night after being out and seeing West Ham and drew me And that that actually really brightened up my weekend quite a lot. I mean, all I can hope for now is that they don't win the league, and that will make me happy because nothing we're going to do is I don't think is going to achieve anything. Really, I think it's all. It's it, it, the season's over, mate. It, it's been over for a couple of weeks. Conte leaving that Stellini guy, get rid of him immediately. Don't want to see him on the touchline ever again. It's put his pathetic. It's, it's poor. <laughs> it's been, yeah, it, do, it does seem like on. there's.
1: It does seem like there's a little bit of solace in that Arsenal are seemingly oh, crumbling. The wool seats seem to be ourselves on.
0: though. We can't get it ourselves because we, honestly that's the only thing I'm gonna get any
1: joy out of it. was it was funny because last week I was I was in Enfield having a beer with uh, Jamie oh. and they were oh, playing yeah. Liverpool and I said to Jamie Jamie's I, I was in I was in London with the missus and, and I said to Jamie Come on, let's meet for a beer, we're gonna meet for a beer. He goes, Where do you want to go? I said, Let's not go anywhere where they're showing football because it's just gonna be yeah. rammed out full of gooners. I'm not I'm not into yeah. that right now. No, but it was like I don't know, we'll go, we'll just go to we'll just go into Enfield, we'll go to the usual spot, yeah, and it's just for furries, we'll go to the King's Head. And I was like, oh, all yeah. right, fine. So I get there slightly before Jamie gets there. And it is wall to wall full of gooners, mate. And
0: yeah, there's this I'll there's
1: this, there's this one gooner at the front and he's got the full Arsenal regalia on. He's even wearing the socks, mate. He's even got the <laughs> no, socks. He had the I swear to you, he had the full oh. fucking kit on, right? And I was just like, I can't, and, and as soon as I walked in the pub, they scored and they went one and up and I thought, for fuck's sake, uh, and they're all uh, fucking shouting, you know, you can imagine it, right? It was, it was horrendous. I can just I was, imagine it. I know what Jamie, it's like man, Jamie, we could have just gone down the fucking, what's that pub that, that we used to live? Wheat Sheaf. No,
0: no, no, no the, the, one, the Wonder.
1: The Wonder.
0: They don't show football no, no. in there. Why don't we go there? The Wonder, there? perfect but, place to go, mate. They don't even mention it in there. Doesn't it doesn't even spoken about. And then, and then I thought, right, I'm going to sit outside.
1: It wasn't particularly warm, but we're going to sit outside. I'm, I can't sit in there. So, I can't sit in there. yeah, the game's oh. the game's cracked on. And then by by the end of it, right, they're 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 shitting themselves now because Liverpool looked like they were going to nick it in the end, didn't they? Right. They really did, yeah. So I, I walked in just as the final whistle went, and all these gooners, including the guy that was in his full Arsenal strip. He was going, he was clapping, going, Yeah, good result, good result, Arsenal. Awesome. And some Gunners turned around to him and said, How can you call that a good result? We were winning 2 0, you cunt. And I thought to myself, <laughs> That's the closest, that's the closest to harmony that I'm ever going to have with a Yeah. I'm never going to be closer
0: to harmony with a than that. But it's true, is it? You're 2 0 up. How can you be clapping? You, Maybe- yeah, no, you, you shouldn't be clapping that. And the thing is, when we were looking at these unpopular opinions for later, I was looking back at some old old messages between us and loads of stuff back years and you look at that season that we didn't finish top with Leicester and all that I mean this I know this is not, this is not some fucking good podcast don't get me wrong but if they manage to skip out on it this year from the position they've been in all season but no one will talk about it like they do with us no one will give them half the amount of crap that we get but it's worse and it's much worse as well because they have been flying far and away. And let's face it, the only good other team in the league this season, oh, Man United, you could argue make an argument for, but Man City are the only other good team. They have to play them twice. So, you know, you can say that they've, they've walked over everyone else. If they lose it from here, mate, then yeah. yeah they've I mean, got a
1: tough run, but, you know, yeah, it all will be revealed, I guess, and um, that's the yeah. last thing I guess we can cling on to.
0: Rav, that's the only thing we can cling on to, mate, honestly.
1: Sorry. Uh, Rev. what were your feelings of, of Bournemouth like? I mean normally it was pretty miserable but yeah i'm interested to yeah. hear your take oh
2: i i managed to find a stream on my phone um but it it was it, we started the game like we have started games that we lose like we we just looked second best I, I thought um and then we scored and i thought here we go like we can just sort of control the game now like they're not very good um and then suddenly like they're two one up through like really poor like Sunday league football, like Porro running into trouble, and fucking we'll get, I'm sure we'll come on to him, but and Sanchez, there's a little cameo in the game, and it, we just didn't look like we had any ideas. Uh, and then, like, almost I'd say, luckily, like, I went underground so I couldn't watch it on my phone. And, um, <laughs> yeah. I got well, enough, you, li- you got... literally dug yourself a hole you in underground, dug <laughs> a <laughs> hole.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how bad he's getting. That's anymore. not a bad yeah.
2: plan but um but yes yeah, so i got a notification saying we've equalized and i was like 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 luke said i was like yes we've sort of saved ourselves a little bit of like humility and stuff and then i get out of, um out of the train station and we've lost three two and then i saw the goals that we conceded and i was just like i saw the goal we conceded at the end and i was just like we've got to, we've got to get rid of so many of these players like i don't I think actually Conte probably held them together better than everyone's giving him credit for because I know we got Sanchez now uh sorry we got Stellini but um yeah like it's just fucking it's just it's been poor since he's been in and I don't stand
1: yeah I mean we'll get we'll, we'll unpack the the individual individual bits and pieces in the game uh just come to Bonesy quickly and get his his overall feelings and how it went, and yeah, I don't know. Obviously, like it's quite quite clear. Like it was pretty bleak. But you know, what was your initial take, Bones? And uh, w- did you did you manage to find any positives in it at all?
3: um Initial take, it was just like one of those. Pff, like you got a fucking, you got to laugh. If you don't laugh, you cry. And right. or dig it a hole. was like yeah, um, and. I think it was like because I, I, I was keeping up to date on Sky because I, I didn't um I didn't find a stream. And I was just what it's it's a circus. It's a fucking it's calamity at the moment. It's they don't they look shot like their confidence just looks shot to bits. Um and I think um, Stellini's trying to, he's playing the same tactics. But then I think he's, when we needed to score, he was giving him a bit more license. So we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Like all that rigid, rigidity, rigidity, that rigid formation that we play. All of a sudden, he's loosened the shackles a little bit where we've been chasing, and yeah, we were all at sea. It was a fucking shambles.
0: And that, that rigidity that he's he's pushing on us, and that Conte had as his seemingly only plan, falls apart with our confidence and the definition to hold that rigidity together yeah. for a period of time. Even if you can, just... I,
1: can I just pause you there. Is rigidity what? rigidity a word? <laughs>
0: I think it is I, a word. I'm I'm confident I don't it know. is a word. <laughs>
1: All right. Sorry for sorry for sorry for putting the brakes on you there. <laughs> no, I think it is. Please a word, continue.
0: right to question. I think you're right to question me. No, but I, I, it's it's not even like they've got the structure to be able to go rigid <laughs> for a period of time when we're under, when we're under the kosh. They can't do that. They can't go right. Even even get the back get that like back three playing tight. Get them defending and then get the wing backs playing after it. And then we'll be solid in those back three and then we'll get the two runners going. They can't do that at the moment. It's, they're not finding simple balls. They're not passing 10 yards to each other. They're not challenging and, uh, opposing players at the right moments. I mean, it, it's just, it's, it's a complete shambles. And it, it has to, I mean, the, the confidence is shot to pieces. That's clear. Every all, every player knows on that team, in that squad, that either they're not going to be there next season or, or Stalini isn't. Because that's a fact. That's that's guaranteed. So I think they've to so say that they're on the beach is a is an understatement. They've been been on the beach. They've gone round the beach. They swum to the other beach. They've got out of that beach. They've been on the lilo's around that beach. They've gone to the hotel. I mean, it's just like that now. There's, there's the, the the peak of this season. We've seen Harry Kane break the record and hopefully keep getting more goals. But beyond that, man, I mean, we've got is it who have we got this weekend? It's Newcastle, Newcastle, Newcastle. Who just got surprised beaten beat, beat by whoever that was? They beat them. I can't Villa. remember. Villa, Villa. Here you go. And then they're, they're going to be they're going be hungry for that game at Saint James's Park. But that, that was because they know
1: that was the thing when I saw they lost to Villa and Villa were doing Villa were slowly crept in there themselves. Like um,
0: good evening.
1: Then as soon as I saw that result, because it was the early kickoff, it was like right, we're at home to Bournemouth. That is well, that should be a nailed on three points. That all day should be long. a gimme, a shoe in and as soon as I thought that, I thought we're going to fuck this, man. We're going to fuck it. You know it's what? I, tot- did, did, I did. I did. I did watch the game. I did find a a really good stream. Um, I'll send you guys the link to it. On I won't say it out loud because I don't want the fucking server to crash like <laughs> by too many people logging onto it. Um, but yeah, it. To just to break it down for those of you that didn't watch it, first twenty minutes we looked really good. Son was on it. Perisic looked like the player that we've played against over the years, you know, yeah. for England and um, I don't know if we have ever played against any of it. Uh,
0: Croatia in the World Cup.
1: Was he at Bayern Munich when we went to sub? I think he might have been, yeah. I think he might have been there. Yeah, um, yeah, I think he was. But yeah, like he looked, he looked all of that. He was doing bits, he was whipping balls in and then we conceded that, that goal. And well, Longley got injured and then the whole plan went out the window <clears throat> for whatever yes. reason. Everybody moved, shifted up, um, so... Romero went onto the uh, left centre half and then Devin Sanchez went into the right centre half. And it just it just fucked everything because Poro all of a everything. sudden didn't know what he was doing. He was like, oh, do I come close to, you know, how comfortable is this?
0: Yeah, am ball? I supposed to be back supporting or am I staying out it, wide? It, the it the all runners? looks, yeah.
1: you could, and even the commentators were saying you can see the defence now. We're all a bit unsure of where they're supposed to be. Yeah. And Brighton knew it. And, and any manager worth, worth half of a grain of salt Say so what, right, Devonson? Devonson Sanchez has, is shook. He is like the most. He's so his confidence is gone. He's he's, he's got gone. no confidence on the floor. Hit, hit balls floor. at him all day long. Press him. Don't let him get. Yeah. Don't let him even think about having a first touch because he hasn't got one anyway. So just get on him. And they did that, and that's how they scored their first goal. It was Porro's poor poor pass, but it was Devonson Sanchez miscontrolling the ball and playing it out to him under pressure. Yeah. Um, I mean we'll get we'll get to Devon. that that was the positives and then the and the other and the other the other the other positive was in the second half when Sanchez come off which obviously we'll, again we'll, we'll get to we abandoned back three and it's the first time we've done it all season we went two at the back well four at the back if you like with two with yeah. wing backs but with two, two wing backs two... which is it kind of was. Yeah, you wouldn't want to. You want want to start a game in this way because it was a bit cavalier. And it and it was yeah. but the, the the amount. It was attack after attack after attack after attack. And I haven't seen us play like that for years. Like it was relentless. Yeah. Yes, we you get exposed, but we did score. We did create lots of chances. And Charleston should have should have won the game for us with that he header. Should have won How he's missed it, to be honest. So for, there is positives to be taken from the game. Whether whether you know. People might say I'm a bit of a fucking. I'm being a bit naive because it was, yeah, it was playing a bit cavalier, as I said. But for me, there was positives to be had, um, especially in in that moment. But yeah, essentially, it shouldn't be getting. It shouldn't be coming to the stage where we're conceding three goals at home to to Bournemouth, and and that's how we found us in ourselves in that stage, um, just uh, by shite defending. I thought
2: if we're talking positives as well, uh, I like Dan Juma's attitude and him He was actually quite like. Obviously, I didn't see it when he came on, but it like all the stuff he said in the post match and all that sort of stuff, he sounds like the most like sh- mentally strong leader in the dressing room, and he's only been here for like two months. He
1: was he was saying to it like, was it was it was telling the crowd, "Come on, come on!" He was saying to the rest of the players, "Come on, come on, believe yeah. like we can we can win this game." And it's I don't want to get I don't want to get caught up in a, in, a, in a gas fest. Oh my god, we we played so well when we changed formation, but. We did, but it shouldn't have ever got to that stage. No, it? we're, it's, we're, it's we're, right. we're playing so cavalier in the last 10 15 minutes at home, it should never, ever, ever get to that stage. So, because you us. go back,
0: you go back exactly because you go back a few years, if we're looking at this team that's you know largely been together for a while, they would at home, especially, you know, you, you're knocking a couple of goals against this Bournemouth team and they're, they're dead on the canvas. And we should have just, we should have by the time Charleston, should have scored that goal. For me, that should have put us 3-0 up. In another another, in another dimension, that's where we need to be with these games. And I think that's what, this is what the big issue is And towards the end of the season. It's the confidence that the, the, the that this team's lacking. That, I don't know if you get that back in a number of like whatever games there is left. What is it eight games left or something? Yeah. Less than that, I'm not even sure. But you don't get that confidence back in within this time, time scale. And I just got a feeling they're going to be dragging their heels from game to game now. And he's going to potentially try out formations when... We still got a shot with top four. It's unbelievable to say it, and that you know, it just, but then we can still finish eighth. <laughs> it's like where where's it going to go from here? I just can't predict it. No, I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't. It's I a don't. bit like the old 90s Spurs. This this is a bit like the old 90s Spurs, but without the threat of relegation. This is like is it it's death or glory? And I don't know. We always seem to go for death <laughs> most of the time.
1: Just get on to. Uh... The whole thing with Devonson Sanchez. I mean, I, I when they were bringing him on, I was like, mm, I'd rather see Tanganga come on and play at left center half. But they put, as I said, they put him at right center half and moved Romero over. Um, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say I, I was proved to be right because, <laughs> yeah, what do I fucking know about anything about football? But the booing, uh, after this, so the, the first one he kind of got away with, right? There was no real booing, but it was it was like, yeah, that fuck has come on, and he's and he's caused. You could sense it, and I was thinking it, but I was all right. Well, let's we'll see, see how the game goes. We should be beating Bournemouth still, but the second one where he actually got an assist for the goal for Bournemouth's second goal, he let's <laughs> rolled it into his path that's when it all went wrong. And every time he touched the ball after the whole stadium was just, it was, it was was brutal. I don't know. I don't know if you saw any of that bones, if you've read about it or anything like that, what's your take on, uh, on the booing of Sanchez and, and the cheering Um, when he got taken off after 20 minutes of, of being on the pitch?
3: I mean, I, I don't particularly agree with booing players. Um, I mean, it'd be different. Well, let's have it right. Davidson Sanchez. Has been shit for a long, long time. He's made mistakes like that for a long, long time. Even when Mourinho, Mourinho told him he was shit, right? <laughs> so we all know that his first touch is dog shit. Um, so booing him for doing what he always does, I feel is a is a bit harsh. But I can understand the fans because it's getting so fucking toxic down there with everything. And I think it was more a a culmination of everything that's going on and Sanchez doing what he does. He's like the scapegoat at the moment. All the fingers are pointing at him. If we were having a decent season and playing decent football and there was none of this on um, on the field, off the field drama going on, then I don't think they would have booed him. It's, I think he's like, yeah, he's been made a bit of a scapegoat and it's a culmination of everything that's going on. He, If Deal would have made two mistakes, he would have been booed coming off. Do you know what I mean? Because he's made loads yeah, of I mistakes think you're right. over the
0: years. I think so you're I right. think
3: it was just, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I don't agree with it
0: because... It's not helpful, is it, in any way, shape or form at all? But... It's,
3: it's not, but I mean, I if, if I was at the game and that happened... I, I can't honestly say, even though I don't agree with booing players, I can't say that I want to booed him as well, like, bit, getting caught up in all that emotion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, fucking hell, every week we see, you play every week and you fuck up every week, uh, you can't fucking boo, do you know what I mean?
0: So, mm. and I think a lot of those boos as well are aimed at what's going on off the pitch, up, yeah. in the, up in the boardroom, up there on the high seats, they're letting him know, again, mm. we're not happy with what's going on down here and we can boo a player that's, you know got the shirt on and you can know that we need better than this and i think there's yes. a bit of that because I, I i the word that's the boo is pathetic anyway the, the noise of it it's from pantomime kind of got a millfield theater you want to boo someone you know what i mean but i get why they're doing that. i understand completely why you're saying that because yeah you go there and then you get stiffed up for six pound fifty for, for a pint before the game then another one at half time you know a couple of your mates after that and you're thinking well i in here watching of junk and the people up there who are earning all the money they're laughing at us and then, we, you know, I think that's a little... It's the frustration. Yeah. We all know it's the frustration
2: and I think, as much as anything, but it's... Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, sorry. I think, like, yeah, as fans, we've seen... Like, I think I was with Jer when I watched the City game under Jose, where, do you remember when he head the floor? Yeah. And it was, like, that's... I knew then that he was... He, he shouldn't be playing for us anymore, really. Like, his confidence shot, whatever. He, he was a young prospect that had a high ceiling... And we're we're all kind of like, he's not really lived up to it. To be fair to him, he had he was really good in that season where Jan and Toby were there to coach him, and then he became a senior centre back. But whatever it's done, it was done then, and we've still got him like three years later, and we like we don't like how else are we supposed to vent the frustration that he's still at the club like yeah. I, I, I don't agree with it and i wouldn't boo but i actually wouldn't boo, and i felt really bad for him to be totally honest yeah have,
1: have you have have you ever booed Rav? have you ever booed at a spurs game against spurs no never no never. Have, you, have any of you boys ever booed at, against no,
2: spurs never
0: or a player I, i've walked no. out a couple of times i remember the first time i ever walked out of a game before it finished we were 4-1 down it, it was it was against Man United one season. I was sitting in the North Upper, and it was Ronaldo was in his prime for United, and we were four 0 down or four one down on about the eighty seventh, eighty eighth minute. I said, "My uncle, come again." I'm not I'm not standing around for this. Um, I don't remember ever, I definitely never booed an individual player. Yeah. I don't really remember even booing a performance. I just there's been a couple of times when I've walked out, but not. I just no, I'm not really not really a big fan of. You know, I'll go, I'll go I'll go and meet up with you, legend. Fuck first actually fucks in some privately. <laughs> I mean, but not that it matters. Me, lot, me, me,
1: not booing when when, when I watched when I watched it live, it was happening. I, I, it was it was harsh. And I felt sorry for him. He was coming off. And you could see he was upset, and he looked like yeah. he was crying actually. And um, I thought, fuck, but that's really harsh. And you know what? It, a lot of it isn't his fault because he shouldn't even be at the fucking club. He shouldn't be come. He shouldn't even be on the bench to be an option to come on. Like we should have yeah. gone to a back four then in that moment. Do you know what I mean? But anyway. You made the point you made just then, Sifter, that it's it's not just it's not just targeted at him; it's targeted yeah. at the higher echelons yeah. of the club, the hierarchy. It's the club, yeah. Uh, that you know, these th- this is what it's come to that you're wheeling out players that haven't been good enough for three or four years, and you're still wheeling them out because you haven't yeah. recruited adequately. The squad is threadbare because of injuries, but again, the, the Defensively, you know, we, we haven't recruited well and, no. exactly and, and this is the situation we find ourselves in. And he is even when we have a fully fit squad,
2: he's probably still the first backup, isn't he? Yeah, yeah definitely. And that's kind of what yeah, we've the, No,
0: they're definitely are yeah.
2: and like the way how toxic it is it is down there now, I can see if things don't go our way at the start of next season, the same thing happening to players like Cesunyon, like Tanganga. Like Hoyberg, if he carries on, like I can, I think this is going to keep happening until we really like again burn it all down and start again, because now we're all fed up with the players and and clearly the ownership aren't listening to us trying to get rid of them. Do you know what I mean?
0: No.
1: Yeah, I was talking to someone at work today. Um, I'll give him a shout, Tom. He's a si- season to get older, and he was telling me that yeah, it's it's really toxic in the uh, in the single tier stand where there's lots of arguing breaking out and just cause everyone's so fucking frustrated, man. And just, they're just sick of seeing this shit, sick of seeing these old spunkers, like stealing a living, getting wheeled out every week. yeah. And it's just like, how, how has it come to this? How has it dropped off so much? And yes, we have, we've been very, very, very unlucky with injuries this year. Like the worst I can remember, but it ain't an excuse. The, the style of football has been shite for three years. Oh, well, and yeah. you know, I guess we'll get onto that in the second half because, you know, there's there's always the, the conversation of managerial merry-go-round that's going on at the moment. I guess we'll cover that a little bit. Um, but, yeah, like, it was brutal to see Sanchez get booed like that. But, yeah, I, I think you're right, Sift. I think, yeah, it's, it's not just Sanchez, you're a cunt. It's actually, Levy. Nah. Look,
0: look, 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 look what's look, happening on the pitch. Look what's happening on the look pitch. Look what's happening on the pitch. Do something for us, please. You know, bring us back some joy because... Well, you got to think, man. The season we left the lane going and unbeaten, and, and those seasons that preceded that, and then the Champions League, everything, everything post you can take everything to post Champions League final, and and that is where our joy started to go the decline because Poch didn't come back the same after that summer, and the team needed him to be our I don't know I'm saying stupid now, but be our Ferguson, you know, stay for a long years and get us going somewhere and then it, it all just got ripped apart it's never been the same and we brought in two win at all cost managers who both i mean Marino got us to a final but then he got sacked night before it or something i mean it's not it's it's been it's been coming to this for, for a few seasons now and this season i think is when a lot of a lot of especially long-term fans of our sort of vintage have had enough of it to be honest getting, just, getting absolutely ripped off for, for, for no reward
1: just before we wrap up the first half, because we're coming close, I just want to, because obviously you've not been on for a while, Sifter, I just want to ask you a quick question. Like, So initially when the uh, managerial post became open, it was it yeah. was all about Nagelsmann. Uh yeah. Then last week it was Vincent Company. Now this week it's all about Luis Enrique. The stadium are yeah. in raptures every week, calling for potch. H- who's your man, Sifter? From those mentioned above, I'd be well interested in getting
0: Nagelsmann in. I just bagel think he's man. got a bit. That no, bagel man, yeah, he's got a bit of pedigree, and he's he, he's pulled together. a I mean, you never can be too certain with the German league, because as much as it's a great league and there's some fantastic players and the teams of a of you know, brilliant brilliant names in world football, football. But you're just looking at the rest of the league, and he it isn't. He's nowhere near a tough. But you have got to look at Tuchel who came to Chelsea, and I think did a great job. I mean, Chelsea's decline has been brilliant, but. That game, it seemed like an old season when we drew 2-2 with them at Stamford Bridge, and 2 Chelsea played us off the park. So I think there's something to be said for getting a a manager from the German league into the Premier League with that discipline and with that new thought process. For me, it's it's him, head and shoulders above. But I think at the moment, I don't know if if he's a manager, he wants to come in and build something, or if he wants to receive a team that's ready, fully packaged up, ready to go. I don't. Know, I don't know enough about him to know if he's if he's a project man or if he wants fully fledged powers with a big budget. I mean, we're not going to give him that. So, but yeah, for technical ability, and for what I've seen him doing, for me it enables me. Yeah,
1: he's, he's the guy. He's the guy I want. I think the, the talk of Luis Enrique this week is yeah. You know, he done a lot with that Barcelona team. To be fair, but he it was also that had, Barcelona he team. So had <laughs> Neymar, with- Messi, and. And Suarez up front, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're not going to, they're not going to be too shabby, are they, with that forward right. line? You can, stick, far, you, you can stick, you can stick and Sanchez, and Eric Dyer in behind them, man, and they'd still do bits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just feel like I feel like Luis Enrique might be like a little bit of a rabbit in the headlights in the Premier yeah. League. Uh, but you know, what do, again, what do I know? That's 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 what just my opinion. Um, yeah, I think we'll we'll we'll, we'll wrap it there. Um, we'll meet back in yeah. uh, in a bit. No london is ours yeah welcome back to part two of quizner season one episode 32 uh so yeah we towered off with the managerial talk just come around quickly to bonesy and rav bonesy like with all the, the names that are getting thrown out every week it changes who the favourite's going to be who are you feeling and who do you reckon it's going to be
3: <laughs> two questions Two questions. Um, so, fucking, put. I would. I wouldn't put it past Levy. Fucking, we end up with Sam Allardyce. Fucking, just like I don't. I don't know where else he goes. I. I can't see any manager. The way um, I can't see any manager come with the current setup of how we're recruiting players. I can't see any manager coming in and being able to do anything. I think if you get like Nagelsmann um, or Enrique, I don't think our players are technically good enough, young enough, quick enough to play their style of football. Um, and if you get like another sort of Mourinho Conte-esque where it's defend, defend first, well, it's been proven for the last three, four years that, we can't defend because we don't have the players, and again, they're not quick enough. They're not good enough. They're not technical enough to be able to transition defense into attack as quickly as that system needs. They're not good enough. So I, I'm all at sea. Like I can't, I can't pick a, a, a name of a manager that would bring me any joy coming in because I think they're on a fucking. I think they're on like they going to end up losers. So they're hired into nothing. That's kind of what we, Unless we get what, our recruitment right.
1: That's kind of what Jay was saying last week. He doesn't doesn't really know how to call it because of the state of the playing staff. But he also said that he'd like to see up get get a crack at a whip again. Which is yeah okay. We're we going to that again. <laughs> um, uh, Ravi, what about you? Like. Company, uh, it's a company. Uh, apparently, if you believe what you what you hear in the fucking in the circles of, uh, of social media and whatever wherever you get your news from, he's distanced himself from the Spurs job because he's committed to Burnley. Now, that's 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 as bad as it can get for Spurs that they can't attract a manager out of a Championship Burnley. All right, they got they've been promoted, but Rav, what, what do you what are you saying? Well,
2: what I think is going to actually happen. Is I think one by one, they all these managers are gonna find reasons to not manage us because we've got a rep now, we've got a bad rep. We've like Jose and Conte are, are still quite highly respected managers. And I think Enrique's probably like, I'll have I'll interview there, but I don't really fancy it. Nogelsman's probably the same. Companies like oh, I'll stay at Burnley. Honest, um, slot's probably like, yeah, I'll stay in the Dutch League. But I think we'll go through the Nuno process again but then Levi will like realise that all the crowd are singing for Poch and he'll just panic bring him in and I, th- I think that might be the actual only option we've got which is pretty bleak but I'm I don't want Poch to come back because I think again, not much has changed. But I, I think it's the only way it's looking, really, for me. I
1: don't, I don't think Poch is the bleakest option. I think you're right, and I think it's going to go the same way as Nuno. With all these high-profile names, all this PR is going to get spattered out that we 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 brought in Luis Enrique and Nagelsmann in, and we're talking to them, we're interviewing them, and then we're They'll going to end up with, a letter. And then we're going to end up with Brendan Rodgers as our eighth choice. Uh, I get <laughs> he's still around, and I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't, yeah,
2: it's so, yeah, it's, it's really bleak. And, but I, I just, I think Poch, Poch is obviously, I I think that we're not going to Poch. I think Levy's like, he spoke, like me and Jay were talking about it the other day. And yeah, it's because uh, he spoke out against him. He spoke out against the board in like little subtle ways and went a bit nuts in his last couple of months. And he probably doesn't want that back because Poch Poch has the fans like Poch will always have the fans if things go wrong no one's going to blame Poch they're going to blame Levy like straight up and that's why I think we're not going for him but we'll end up panic going for him because no one else wants to job and Poch is like trolling us as well man he's like putting up pictures of him like chilling and all that shit so so yeah I think we will end up back with Poch it's not the worst thing but is it the best thing I don't know I don't I don't know
1: well, we won't spend we won't spend spend too long talking about the manager stuff because I think we kind of covered it every week quite extensively. Week. So, yeah. what I was going to say is, like, is there any more agendas that have happened in the media this week since last week? I know there was that one that Jay posted in the group regarding Henry Winter was digging uh, us out. In sorry, he was he was saying that Arsenal haven't bottled the league. Yeah, um, they're playing for in, individual mistakes. Um, Sack Mr. Penn, you know, the games and titles are defined by details and they've not bottled it and it's naive and disrespectful. But going back a few years back when um, we were tuning up against Chelsea, he was very vocal on Twitter saying that Spurs have bottled the whole fucking thing. And we were actually, ne- we were never actually, uh, we never, I don't think we went top of the league in that season once.
0: No, I don't think we were
1: top of the league. We, we bottled it. We bottled it. Yeah, Arsenal have been top all season, haven't bottled I- it.
0: I don't know how this works because it's so. It, it seems someone in our press room or someone in in in, in Tottenham Hotspur, the powers of that club, pisses off media types in newspapers. And don't get me wrong, most of the newspapers ain't worth a carrot anyway. I don't read them, uh, but it does annoy you to see these just journalists on on Twitter saying these things. And there's guaranteed to be some sort of Spurs account that will find an old tweet and go, "Oh, so you said that then, but you don't apply it like this way now." And it does annoy you, but yeah. you you got, you got to remember. In the two seasons we had Mourinho and Conte, who are you would say miles and miles superior to a Brendan Rodgers, or Brendan Rodgers, let's it right, him as a person, he's won a trophy at Leicester with a team that you wouldn't put any close to our squad that we had with our attacking talent and 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 you know it's all right and Don has gone now and he's probably not gonna come back. And but we had we had a team that was easily rivaling that of the squad that he had, and I'm not making a a, a, play, a play for every Brendan Rogers, our manager, could think it would be a disaster. But you got to say, you know, for all of us going, nah, I don't want him, he's done more than the other two managers have done for us. Like for a team he had.
1: But the state of them this year and they've not. Yeah, no, they've, they've been. Their squad yeah. is better than their position, surely. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah no, you're right there.
0: Well, I think um,
2: just going back to what Luke said there, like we, we got loads of heat for the Leicester season. And yeah, we were the main challengers. But Arsenal were actually top of the league way more than we were and obviously finished second famously. And they didn't get anything labelled like yeah. bottling. We were we were a young up-and-coming team like they are now. And we weren't like... It wasn't like, oh... Yeah, I suppose uh, just young team. They'll come again. They'll come, again, they'll the come again.
0: again. Next season could yeah. be their season. You know. Yeah, we didn't get any of that allowance, and I, I, yeah. I, I don't think I'll ever understand it. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be the darling of the media, particularly. But it's nice when 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 someone speaks out for your club and says, yeah, you know, they're doing things the right. Because we've done things the right way, as I see it, all the way since Pochettino's first put in place. So we nixed him off Southampton. But that happens all the time in football, and you nick players off other teams that are doing slightly worse than you are. But we built that team when you know we had players coming through the academy, and then we picked son out of obscurity pretty much, and he turned him into a, a world-class striker. You know, and we got no sort of praise for any of that. Do you not? When... Do you not
1: feel like looking back on it now? And it's easy. It's easy to say with with hindsight, but do you not feel when you look back on it when we were like quite formidable under Poch in them two or three years, the last season at White Lane. And, yeah. you know, there's a couple of years either side of that. Can you Do you not think that, that all the pundits, like ex Man United, ex arsenal ex liverpool they were all praising us, but it was for gritted teeth, wasn't it? Oh, you could almost massively. see it. It was, it was painful massively. for them. And they and were they like... Did not like it. You can, you can say that, they're like, oh, they're playing the best football in the league uh, at the moment and all that shit, like... <laughs> But it was almost like, uh, but there's, there would always be, but there's always that, always that side to yeah. Tottenham, and it was, it always come in, and, and you're just like, well, yeah. I mean, it always, no, it, it, it does, it does feel like that for me when I look back. It, do, it do you guys,
2: do you guys think that this agenda stuff actually hinders us? Because I do, in certain seasons, like it's, oh, Tottenham will always let you down, or
0: uh, yeah, Hanson, I think uh, classic.
2: I think someone did a, a thread years ago and like all of the negative things that happens in football, it has a picture on it for some reason. So like the Super League on the Daily Mail, it was like, uh, yeah, it was like a picture of Harry Kane. And then like the, the what was it? The, uh, what was it? The, the when, when COVID happened and, and Levy was trying to get the stuff? Yeah. But liverpool did it as well but it was us that got the brunt of it that's what sort of yeah. I just think now we're just kind of ha- slightly hated i don't know like sometimes we get bad decisions and it's just like yeah like why is why is it happened to us and not to anyone else but yeah maybe i'm being a conspiracy theorist we well, are no, we're not, we're not,
1: we're, not we're, we're not alone in and how we and how we see it there's a lot of a lot of stuff getting posted on on twitter and on other uh, socials that i follow about and just just and it ain't even it ain't even like anyone's making any kind of narrative on it. It's just side by side comparisons like the one we saw that we just spoke about from that Henry Winter. I don't even know the fuck that geezer is. <laughs> Probably nobody like but it's just a side by side comparison. So you can read one, you can read the other, and you can see the, the polarized kind of opinion depending on yeah. what team it is from and, the and same the thing,
0: person. The thing as well is is that since we we've always been one of those hugely well supported clubs, even in the days of when we were doing absolutely zero, just getting into Europe via the fair play league, and and then getting knocked out of that in the qualifying stages. Even since those days, we've always had big rivals, you know, like it or or, or lump it, we have to say that our two biggest main rivals Chelsea and Arsenal are big English teams, and they do win stuff and we're the ones that don't. So we're always up against these teams seemingly even Chelsea go through managers like, uh, like, I've just poured myself another drink and they, they still managed to get late stages of two or three competitions in that season. And they pick up a little trophy along the way. And the only team that's come along and steamrolled it it was Man City with that ridiculous wealth, you know, other than that, all of our rivals, even, even when West Ham, uh, they're plucky, they're plucky West Ham compared to us. Like, you know what I mean? We will definitely get the most shot on from any team by all the other teams. And so the pundits of the other teams are always all over the TV every single week. You watch live football, even when you go to the streams, they've got fucking some old to- Toby on there talking bollocks. Like, I don't know, some ex West Ham commentator who's shaking his lop yes Shaka his in the studio. <laughs> and here's one-time uefa cup appearance for shakir but well, he's gonna he's gonna give us the deal on tottenham versus Port Vale in on the, the espn time. the ocho yeah, yeah exactly it is like that and you've got to laugh at the end of the day and when we gate crash where we're not supposed to be which is up in the top ends of european football because we pulled up you remember that season i think the season we got to the final, did Didn't we have, was it a season before? We had Dortmund in our group. We beat them twice. It was the Wembley season, story. Mm. We, we beat them at Wembley. We, we, we spanked them at Wembley. We conceded a couple of goals. We played far away better than them. And then went to their place and beat them without conceding, I think. And we yeah, 1-0. To... We won 1-0, yeah, because yeah. Carrie k has got a great goal. And obviously, you get the reports on the back of the papers about an English team winning in Europe. But it's never with the plaudits that the other teams seem to have gotten and, and, and do get. And that does stick in the throat, man. It... It does, but it, it's other other clubs. It seems to make bring them together and create a sort of us against them mentality. Whereas for us, it don't seem to do that, and it hasn't done that since since obviously we lost the the garby keep mentioning all the way through this. And we'll I, will, I
1: will say, it's probably worth looking out for these uh, these interesting agenda comparisons, like because it's maybe we can make a little bit out of it. Maybe I'll make a jingle as well. Out of it. <laughs> I haven't made a jingle for a while, so maybe yeah. I'll do that. It's got jingle um, all over it. Um so yeah, the other the other thing that I, I kind of asked in the in the quiz in the Hood WhatsApp group was to come up with some unpopular opinions and I wanted to hear like some stuff that you've probably been holding on to for fear of getting ridiculed for a point of view that you might have <laughs> about the way the club is or should be going or any, anything really? Anything, I and mean, it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be ridiculous. It's just something that you've been thinking about that you know you might.
0: Well, might... I've got to say this. Got to get out there first of all. And Rav, you 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 said it pretty much already. So I'm not biting you, but I was gonna. I've been waiting all 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 week to say this. Pochettino coming back is not the answer. It is not the answer. It just ain't gonna work. It's gonna be like Robbie Keane coming back from Liverpool all over again. It won't work. It will not work. Nothing. I don't. I can't see any good coming from it. Maybe a couple of when he comes out of his first home game and maybe a couple of London derbies that he might nick a few wins here and there from. But as a whole, it will not improve us as a football team or a club or push us to where we need to go. We need to look on that period with the rose spectacles that it so thoroughly deserves, but move on from it, man. It can't happen and it shouldn't happen. And I know that there's 60,000 fans at the stadium singing his name who are going to be absolutely caning him if they ever say this, but it, don't, it, it won't work. And it, it shouldn't work, and we should just move on. Move on from it. That's that's honestly, I don't know. So, that's,
1: so that's one. Is that one of your unpopular, unpopular that, that opinions? That would be my unpopular
0: opinion. And Have I'm you got any more?
1: Have you got another one to throw out there? Yeah, I've got another great one. I think Harry Winks has quite a
0: few. I was going to say. <laughs> Jason, if we'd have signed Jason Kumas in the '98-'99 season, whatever that was, we would have been a different team today because he was—he—he's sp- <laughs> a thinking man's James Ward-Prowse, believe me.
1: <laughs> I don't even know who that is.
2: That's no, how right, far we're come
0: going back. Do your homework. <laughs> so so <laughs> well, Jay's not here, fun. so I'm—I'm
1: I'm going to speak for Jay. he he how was up for manager, and we should have signed Park Ji-sung. Um, he would have turned our team around. Those, those were his favorite his favorites i've always
3: <laughs> came in the party soon man
0: he, so... those are his favorite
3: unpopular opinions
0: <laughs> What is he seen is he saying read that back now as in he, brought it up, he brought up he brought up
1: last week on the pod he said oh, um i missed that one he kind what of didn't it? want to put himself in the hat he kind of said what do you guys think
0: about harry rednap coming back he kind of didn't want to like himself, himself with it let him carry on with his silly adverts on it. the radio mate he ain't come i mean Oh, there was, we, we played some really fun, great-looking football with Arias in charge. But, Jesus, that was a its time, man. And this, again, yeah, Rav. he's, he's, he, he's you know.
1: Rav, yeah. come to you, mate. What are your unpopular opinions?
2: Uh, I don't know if my first one's going to... Because I was think, I've was i been thinking about it since Thursday. But I don't know if this one will be unpopular anymore. But I think Richarlison's <laughs> <and> shit. <laughs> I think I, I didn't want to sign him. I don't see, other than like passion, I don't really know what he offers. And he, like, I don't know. He, he just, I don't know. There's something about him that I just, I don't rate. I don't rate him as a footballer. I really oh, wanted I, Hayes. I,
0: I really agree with that. And I, I, I agree with it now because I would have come at you last week and said, You're crazy saying that. He's a, he's a great little player. But now thinking back to his Everton days, I think was he was just a bit of a, was he Watford and Everton, big fishing, slightly smaller pond or, Quite a bit smaller in in case of Watford, say. But Everton, who I like as a team, I think they're a bit like us in many ways. But yeah, when we signed it, I was thinking this is it now. We've got another great backup, and then he's done pretty much zero since he cried at scoring his first Champions League yeah. goal.
1: <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise you with my unpopular opinion. Then after you've said that, to be fair, but we'll, we'll get to that. What's your second unpopular opinion, Rev? Uh, the <laughs> the stadium was
2: a waste of time. I think that I think <laughs> I think that what by the time we start spending, apparently it's gonna take years to, to recoup the money. Other teams would have built their stadiums and we'll be back where we were, like like with a similar sort of <laughs> revenue that we were getting before. Like once Everton, Chelsea, City are doing it now, Arsenal will probably expand at some point. And yeah, I just think like Unless we were going to start building now and spending loads of money and breaking our wage structure and all that sort of stuff, I feel like we people are just going to catch up and it will just be we have a nice ish stadium that's a bit old now. That's
1: and what Beyonce, Beyonce played there, Beyonce played there. He, Levy fails to get the naming rights still over the line, and that's another failure. He's he's kind of overseen oh. uh in that he hasn't secured a decent kind of sponsorship deal with anyone when you know there's been interest but he's he's a greedy cunt by the sounds of it and uh yeah. don't get me wrong his interests are getting as much as much money for spurs but if he's not invested on the pitch i'm not really interested in how much money no, for it, to be honest. exactly right that's and right.
2: how many companies are going to want to pay for us being in the conference league like do you know oh. what i mean
1: like, well, he's, he's yeah. seen he's seen the the, the, the the empty seats in the stadium the people are not going to the games people lots of season ticket holders are selling their season ticket their remaining tickets back to the ticket exchange Pe- people are starting to protest with their feet now and um, it's not yeah. just booing I mean boo- booing you don't give a fuck about it he'll just put his earplugs in yeah. just, you know I mean he'll, he'll sit there and he'll yeah. sip his fucking neck oil he don't give a f- I mean you don't give a shit about that but the, the bums in seats that's that's premium stuff yeah. man that hurts Bonesy right so
3: actually i put a fair bit of thought into it and yes. um so right i'm right and you, you'll have to hear me out right <laughs> um I I, 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 was, I I was playing devil's advocate and i was mulling over a few things um right so i'm going to come out and say the the line and then i'm going to explain no, no, I, I need.
1: It's... I don't want devil's advocate. I want conviction. You, no. this is this is you no. to the we won't cause. We want jump down your throat, mate.
3: Right. If you jump down the throat, right. you
0: get you get shot right. down.
3: So, <laughs> right. <laughs> we need to give Daniel Levy another two seasons.
0: What? Oh, right. oh, right.
3: No way, man.
0: What? Right. No. What in, we de- in give... goal in defence? No. we? We, we, <laughs> <tired him. laughs>
3: we need to give him another two seasons, right? And the th- this is why the stadium was always going to be built. Before Poch laid this fucking golden egg, the stadium was always going to be built. So I think Poch laying the golden egg has inadvertently, even even though it was great for us, despite the lack of trophies, it pushed us two, three years on in terms of what we are doing on the pitch, right? and so despite the lack of trophies in the last 20 years we have in general as a club massively progressed both on and off the pitch in terms of league position and stature as a club the loss of revenue due to covid has set us back so we should give levy two more years in order to recoup that and invest in the squad i think we're even though i don't entirely agree to it all myself i'm just I think I'm that's just a really clever.
0: To... That's a really clever statement. And I, yeah, I, yeah. I, and the reason I don't, the only reason I'm, I'm, I'm completely disagreeing with you is because I think it, what we had of him, Enoch, and twenty odd years of it. Two, two more years. I don't think he's going to see us put anything more on the pitch. He, he, he had so much luck with Harry Kane coming through that thing. Because without Harry Kane, what would we, have, what would we have done to this day now without him being wiped from our history, I think that has papered over a lot of cracks. And but- that we an still opinion boy. We <laughs> we
3: still we still would have had this brand spanking new stadium. No, so green, he was. Right. So I don't know whether it's just yeah we overachieved with Poch. We got lucky in many respects with the players <clears> that um the, the team he created, the players yeah. that were at the club, and we and managed to formulate a team and we didn't spend a lot while potch was there one or two signings here and there enhanced it so i know it's hard because when you're watching that dog shit that we're watching every week <laughs> and, we ca- and we and we came so and we came so close to fucking glory
0: glory of all glories man i think that
3: has made the current situation even worse i think that's an interesting take mosi uh it, it, that is an unpopular opinion. I will, I'll give you
1: that. Not many people are going to be thinking that right now. Not but many people. You, can, now, you no, could walk no. around. You could walk around the whole stadium and survey every single, every single person in that stadium, even the away fans, and they'd be like, "Nah, yeah. man." <laughs> nah, <laughs> yeah. But you've you've made you've made a good argument for it, and I and yeah. I and I hear it, and I'm like, you know what? He's actually got a fucking point there. To be fair to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was your first
3: one, Bonesy. I can I can trump that. Oh I want no, Arsenal to win really the league. For this one. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, right. Do so not say things like that. No, nah, right. Oh, so Arsenal have the future of our club in their hands currently at the moment. Arsenal bought the league, and that would save our season and Daniel Levy. But Arsenal winning the title, I think would tip the fans over the edge think you'd see mass protest, potentially violence, um season ticket, um, season tickets not being renewed, being thrown at Levy. Something even Levy might not be able to survive and Enoch are then forced to sell because the month their share price and it's going to start coming down. People are not going to start uh-huh. turning up to games. So
0: yeah, yeah that is wow. Powerful mate. Wow. You know what? Yeah. I was going to see that one from uh, the sky, but he's just made some very pertinent You points. You should, you should
1: have, I should have gone before you, Bonesy, because you've gone to, <laughs> taking it
0: to a place. that
1: I can't compete like can with that. I can't compete with that. Fucking <laughs> scary, man. I can't
2: compete can Silence on
1: the high road. Mate, uh, mate, blood on the streets. <laughs> Panic in the streets of London. Uh, mate. Well, I mean, that, oh. that again is, a, is, a, is another very good... I, I like the way Bonesy takes it. He's very... uh it's very end of the world kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Like, it's very very <laughs> gloomy. There's an overwhelming sense of dread. Um, but yeah, I guess that comes to me now. Like, so yeah, my, I feel like I feel like pathetic now. What I'm gonna fucking say? Like, I feel like I feel like it's, a, it's an anti climax now. So yeah, basically, my my first one was that um, I want to see. I want to see Kulu taken out of the team. I know he's got a lot of fans, but I'd rather see wow. Dan Juma starting over Kulu, and I'd rather us abandon the formation that we're playing and and completely rip up the 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 book in the way that we're playing. I I know a lot of people are going to think that so it's not unpopular, but I think when you see my team selection, you might think that you might think that this is a little bit unpopular. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to send it to the group so you can all see it. All right, go on. I think you might disagree, especially after what Ravi's just said. So this is my team to face Newcastle and hopefully for the rest of the season, right? So in goal, I want to see four-star. I don't want to see Lloris in goal anymore. Yeah.
0: I, I think going to say that. I think Lloris is Um,
1: I'd like to see a back four. And I know we haven't got the wing-backs for it because they're, they're, they are wing-backs and they're not full-backs. But yeah, I'd like to see a back four of Perisic, Dyer, Romero and Poro. Two holding midfielders in Skip and Heuerberg, which is what they're doing anyway. But I'd like to see an attacking midfielder in Harry Kane dropping deep and playing in, in attacking midfield. I just think that, yeah, he's he's scoring goals. He's done. He's hit his targets this season. He's got. The, oh, he's got. Yeah. He's, he's got the record. And up front, I'd like to see Son Richeles and Danjuma. I'd like to see a free of Emmerich Richarlison leading the line. And I know that's an unpopular opinion because you said he's shit. And you know what? I think he is shit and I don't rate him. But I still think stick him up front, yeah. stick him up there. And I think, yeah, it's it's probably going to get ripped every week because defensively that's going to get – because we'd have to play a high line with that formation, right? And we'd get yeah, fucking yeah. opened up. We saw it against Bournemouth, man. That's how we lost the game. But you yeah. know what? We're losing we, we we're we conceding three goals against Southampton every week and and yeah. Bournemouth and, and oh, we're shipping yeah. we're playing with like seven defenders and we're still shipping loads of goals in. And we're Do playing you know a what? low block and we're still shipping loads of goals in. So let's fucking throw caution to the wind, be a bit cavalier, play four fucking strikers, a couple of holding yeah. midfielders, and then see what happens. Yeah, you know I mean, at least even if we even if we don't get top four, let's let's not get top
0: four, but
2: Let's but let's go because, for top four. But because yeah. we had
0: a go at trying to fucking yeah, score the yeah, yeah, goal. Yeah. You know I, mean? I, I really like that. I really like that look at that team. And then I'm looking um, at Charleston now thinking he could he could change my whole opinion on him. Just from like yeah. coming to the game against <laughs> Newcastle and, and sticking it to him. Make, get in the mix up front there. Let Kane be the Rolls Royce and behind him. Find the balls left and right and down the middle. And you know Kane's going to pop up in the 18-yard box and whack one in because mm. the Charleston's on his ass down by the corner flag. I, like I, I, like I genuinely look at that team, um, I, and I think, yeah, it's going to ship goals. But I think that will be exciting to watch. Fun to watch. I, yes.
2: I um, I think. I mean, I, I uh, just like Luke said. I I want my opinion to be wrong. I want Richarlison to be scoring goals for Spurs ultimately. So cool. I yeah, it's a good selection. But would you? Would you play Saar? Because I every time I've seen Saar play, I think he's been excellent.
1: He offers and something different. He's been out. He offers something yeah. different. Skip and Hoiberg are a little bit similar. I do think he offers something different. Maybe maybe that's the way to go. But for me, that that formation is the formation that I used to love under Poch. And I don't know if we've oh, yeah. got the player. I don't know if we've got the players to play like that. I don't think we have. But you know what? Like I'd rather that. see. I'd rather, I'd, rather, I'd rather see us yeah. lose to Bournemouth playing that way. Yeah. Than the way we the way we're losing right now. Yeah, rather, we I,
0: we I, we're going down with no fight at the moment, no fight at all, we, and that looks uh, like with anything else, it'd have a bit of fight about it. Yeah. That. That formation that just says
3: to me, Ozzy Ardellis. It'd be <laughs> four back, to back to ninety-five, back <laughs> to
0: ninety-five, Terence. Let's go, mate. Bonesy,
3: let's go, man. <laughs> but don't we deserve <laughs> a bit of
1: Cavalier? Do you know what I mean? Don't we deserve a bit of like throwing Caution to the wind and and seeing actually Spurs? Because there was a little bit of it at the end of Bournemouth, like where it was. Yeah, we could concede at any second here on the, if they catch us on the counter. But we just kept the ball. We kept going at them, going at him. It was chaotic, but. It, it, with with yeah with a with a couple of weeks on the training ground, I think I think it's oh, I don't know man. Again, it's like yeah. I don't Do, know. What? Do you you're, know? Do you know what? Okay. Just for sorry, just sorry, for go.
3: context, yeah. I don't think we the, have we run through that selection oh, yeah, people
1: because people going to be looking. Just, at, we're yeah. looking at it. And people no, no, I did, I did I did, I did, I did, I did. But, I, I did, but I'll, I'll say it again, just just so everyone's got a look at it. So Forster in goal, a back four of Poro, Romero, Dia, and Perisic, uh, Skip and Hoyer in midfield. Kane as uh, kind of attacking midfield, sitting just in front of Skip and Hoyabier, and Son, Richardson, and Danjuma up top. With Richardson playing in the middle, Son on the left, Danjuma on the right. It's yeah, I mean we've played similarly when we had under Poch and we had you know Dembélé and Wanyama in midfield with. Um, Ericsson just sitting in front of her and we'd have Son or Delielli on the left. Um who do we have on the right? Lamella? Lamella on the right? Sometimes, yeah. 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 For me for me, I'd just like to see us give that a go. And I think, yeah, we'll get caught out, but you know, I'd rather just see us Wait. having a go. We'd we definitely score some goals with that with that fucking
2: yeah. setup. It's crazy that Larissa's just come back into the team because I think we look so like you put Forster in and I'll, I'll back it. We he look we look so much more calm in defence when he plays, and Lloris is just shaky as fuck. Like he was bad. I thought he was pretty bad on the other day.
1: He doesn't. It he, he makes a good save, but then he'll concede. He, he, then he then he doesn't look like he can stop anything. Um, yeah, just yeah. because we the times getting on, I don't want to spend too much time on this one. I want to say my last, my final unpopular. opinion. On this proposal. Time. I think I think this one. <laughs> might, I think this one might give me a, give me a little bit more stick. I think we should sign Harry Maguire. Oh, nah, no, no, not for me. No, 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 no. I, I think he, I think he's on. I think he's just a uh, hiding to nothing at United. I think that it, it, it doesn't matter no. what he does now. It, I think he does good. For, he does plays well for England. I think under the right manager in the right system, I think he could be a good signing. I don't think he's going to cost that much now. Do
0: you know what? Do right? you he think... has he has taken a bit of a shot on his own career with that Man United move and. This is like a lot. We we get players coming to us who are sort of well. Like we who is uh, like you, you get players that come from sort of sort. Of, I know Leicester weren't much smaller than United at the time, but they're going they make that big step up and they can't sort of maintain it. And that could be a not a bad shout actually, but I don't know if he's the, if he's a clown he is now in the defense of Man United. Imagine the defense he could play with at our place. Man, it could be. The, could be the, re-
3: the reason I would I'd say no to that is because. We've already got someone in pretty much exactly the same mould in Eric Dier.
1: I think he's a Clum- better than Eric Dier. I, I think slow,
3: clumsy, can't, not quick on the ball, cumbersome. I, I don't know how you. I, I can't see having two, two of that. Then players he's team. good enough for Gareth
1: Southgate, he's good enough for
3: me. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he had Carl Walker fucking sweeping up all them players that have got I, I think
1: he's better than Eric Dyer personally. Uh, I think he offers more than Eric Dyer. I think he's better on the ball than Eric Dyer. I think he carries the ball out better than Eric Dyer. I think his distribution of the ball is better than Eric Dyer.
0: He's not much so can better. He jump over, can he jump over seats like Eric Dyer? That's the question. <laughs> he needs to go to Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be, his brother's going to get in some shit at Spurs. <laughs>
1: he's even got one. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's, I think he's widely ridiculed uh, across across every club now, but you know, he, he's still he's still getting he's still getting picked for England ahead of ahead of you know some decent defenders, um, and you know, he, 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 Gareth Southgate believes that he's he's the man to to lead the mm-hmm. or, or, or the line for the for England, and you know, you, you can't argue with his record. For, no, for, he's not for, done
0: anything ridiculous for England particularly.
1: He scores a ton of no, goals for not. England as well. I just think, I just yeah, think. I'm not saying he should be our main defender, but I think if you add him to what we've already got, it improves it. I don't think it. I don't think it compromises it, and I don't think yeah. he's going to cost a hell of a lot of money.
0: Agreed. Agreed. There.
2: I think. I mean, yeah. If if we got rid of Dyer, I'd be. I wouldn't mind it. And I think it, he could rebuild his confidence here because he's. He wasn't. He's not a bad defender. It's just his confidence has gone. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Dyer and Maguire is it's a bit much for me. I can't I can't. <laughs> re- now we we'd,
1: we'd need we'd need we'd need to play one or the other, but we we definitely yeah. need a centre-half off with a bit of pace and sadly the only one we've got at the moment is Sanchez and he and, you know he's 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 fit for fuck all at the moment. Uh, if Stelian he draws for Sanchez
0: made. again this season this this, this 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 season never mind this weekend I think You've got to start questioning the management there. That's just unfair. Like, I mean, as an, as an away game, but the Newcastle fans will be aware of what happened at what well, Lane last last Saturday. I think I think good.
1: Sanchez could start because if Longley's injured, uh, Longley, I think yeah, Sanchez I could start. I think he could start. Mm, yeah. um, this is how I come to the conclusion of this formation. How do we play the game with not not not? I mean, unless we you know unless we played sanga instead, which could happen. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I just be... think. That... <laughs> Newcastle was just shit all over us at the weekend. I mean, I'd be very surprised if we get anything out of that game. But yeah. I guess that segs us nicely into that one. We've got uh, five minutes remaining, so I guess we quickly cover um, yeah. Newcastle. So, Bonesy, man, what are you thinking? Like, It's away. Newcastle lost against Villa, so they're going to be clucking to get to get three points in front of their fans. What are you thinking? Is it going to be more misery for us? Yeah.
3: Um... I think yeah, uh, I think it probably will be. They they're gonna be right on it. And they're gonna be like because of their result last week against Villa, they're gonna be double like determined to um to put that right. Um and yeah, our confidence confidence is shot to shit. So um yeah, we'll probably end up winning. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is, isn't it, at the moment?
1: Yeah. yeah, you've got, say, you've got to say that at the moment. Unai Emery, like, what job he's doing at Villa, man. That's that's impressive. That's impressive. You know, you know the kind of expectations and the objectives will probably just, you know, make sure we don't get relegated. And, you know, maybe yeah. that suits a manager like him because there's no doubt he's a good manager. Um, kind of didn't work for him at Arsenal. Uh, you know, PSG, I good. think he did all right there, but Arsenal, it didn't really work out because, you know, I guess the expectations were to get back into the Champions League. And, you know, he, he, I don't think he managed it, did he? No, did he win a trophy there? I don't think he did. Did he? Did he win an FA Cup? He got to, he got to
0: no, he got two to finals. Two
1: finals, yeah. But yeah, did a great job, Ravi, What do you reckon about Newcastle? Is it is it another another day of uh, misery or is Banji right? We're gonna we, we, we're we due we're due to get our asses kicked and so we'll probably beat them.
2: I think, uh, yeah, I think Luke's right. I think uh, it's one of them where we're all so pessimistic and and we all expect the loss. And like the Brighton game, we were all sort of thinking the same, uh, even though if, if we didn't say it. But yeah, it's one of them where we could just turn up out of nowhere. We we can we I think we can still do that, right? Like, I don't know if we're that bad. But then I don't know, I don't know how bad we are and how like surely the players' professional pride means that they want to bounce back from that game the other day. Like, I don't know if you guys saw the press conference from the Bournemouth manager, whoever the fuck he is, but he was like Spurs felt like the away side at our ground. That's how everyone and feels when they come to come to the Tottenham Hotspur yeah. Stadium. but The fact he said it, surely, like, surely that should fire them up because they're they're definitely better, they're definitely more capable of showing something better than what they're showing right now, which is, which is why I can't really tell anything with this team. I don't know. Like we beat Brighton somehow. Like I don't, I don't know. I think we oh. could, we could
1: do it. All right. Well, we're coming, we're coming to the last couple of minutes. So let's quickly round up. Sifter, what's your score prediction for uh, for Newcastle?
0: Heroic win, nil two. Bonesy. Um
3: three one loss. Oh uh, Rabbi, what do you think?
1: One uh, one. I'm going one one. I'm gonna take I'm gonna say it's gonna be two one to them. I'm gonna I think we're gonna lose. Uh yeah, that's a great way to finish the pod, isn't it? Um nice positivity. <laughs> <Yeah>. But um <laughs> yeah, cheers, 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 cheers guys. Gave us no choice. They gave us yeah. no choice. So. Yeah, I'll just yeah. say thank you guys for coming on. It's been a good pod. I guess we've uh, we've had a laugh. Cheers, if, if nothing else, we've had a giggle. Cool. Uh, cheers <laughs> for those of you who have joined us uh, on whatever platform that you've tuned in. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a review, say some nice things. Email us. We ain't got an email address. I don't know how you're gonna manage that. Um, <laughs> but you can, you can, you can inbox us. You can slide into our DMs on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on fucking uh, Instagram. We're on Facebook. So just, just do all that stuff. And yeah, we'll have more. We, we will have an email address one day. But yeah, it isn't today. So yeah. On that note, uh this has been episode 32. Come on, you Spurs! Fucking a.